The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Are You Afraid Freak Show, the unofficial American Horror Story Freak Show internet radio show exclusively on Poppy Chulo Radio. Today is Monday, January 12th, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Here on Are You Afraid Freak Show, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of the Hits FX series. We're also going to deliver directly to you the biggest news regarding American Horror Story Freak Show. So, Happy New Year, everyone. We're back and better than ever. We survived the winter hiatus. And allow me to introduce you and welcome you once again again to Papi Chulo's cabinet of curiosities of freaks and geeks. First up, he will no longer be invited to Tupperware parties because he can no longer get handsy. It's Dead Lee. Yay, happy new year. Missed you guys. Happy new year too. And last but not least, uh, he's made out of wood, but he ain't no dummy. Watch your back because he <laughs> might make you kill your wife and her girlfriend because nobody comes between him and his boo. It's Jonathan Perkins. Marjorie, are you there? <laughs> I guess we need to hunt down Marjorie now. She disappeared. Jonathan Perkins. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. <laughs> I hope you guys had a good one because I I did. Thank you, Marjorie. It was relaxing this were you, year. Were you up watching stuff? Oh. Yes, I was. Actually, I had this really fabulous motorcycle jacket that I brought in September just to wear out on New Year's Eve. And I had my whole outfit picked out and a scarf and I stayed home. So, but it was a relaxing night. I, I didn't know if I wanted to go out or stay home and I stayed and it was really relaxing. So it was a good night. Sounds good. And I watched Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift ass in, in that damn bra in 15 degree weather. But her, she did her thing. Her cold reading ass. Yes. Her cold reading ass. That's good. So unfortunately, Cat's Meow is not with us tonight, and neither is anti-BBW uh, man uh, Prince Rico Suave. You mean anti? That's what I said. Oh, oops. <laughs> we miss you guys. I know you're we listening. We miss you. Even Jonathan Perkins with his BBW self. Oh, you know, I wasn't throwing shade at Prince. You know, I love Prince. Like, that all 13 inches <laughs> yes is it really 13 inches though i, don't I mean know. I, you saw the pictures well i they just looked like they was pictures taken off a of tumblr oh 
we'll have to get to those allegations at another day. But oh. let's jump into the show. Okay. And we're going to go into the big top and we're going to shine a spotlight on our MVP of the week, the most valuable player. So who's the character that impressed you the most and why? And we're going to start off with, because he's never prepared for this, Jonathan Perkins. Hmm. Oh, God, you are horrible for doing that. Okay. I'm actually prepared, and I even though she wasn't even started in the off episode, the new year but, right. Uh, yes, um, but I she wasn't even in the episode that long or too much. But I'm gonna say um, uh, Desiree is the okay. MVP because Ooh, yeah, I mean Deadly's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when she got there, she confronted. Dell about what happened with my petite and all that and i guess it's all it hopefully it's all coming together after what um maggie showed her and everything and hopefully she's gonna i hope she's like the the it seems like she's gonna be the backbone of everything uh as the series comes uh, or the season comes to an end she's a war so um, ass. she was my mvp even though she was, how long was her screen time? She Thirty seconds. Oh, oh wow! No, Did I don't see know. How... <laughs> oh, child, all right. Oh yeah, she was my MVP. Deadly. Who's your MVP? I have a feeling that I know who it is. Yes. Well, only for the second time this year, it's not my Jessica Lang. This time, it is Marjorie. Yeah, Marjorie just. I've been, I've been waiting for her to come on this whole season. I said, "Where is she?" Because, you know, I just, I think she, she didn't do the second season. I don't think she was in. in, in she that. was not in the asylum. No, she was not in the asylum. But, I mean, she was one of my favorites last year and the first year. And I, I just was, I knew she was going to be in this one. I was just, I didn't know how they were going to fit her in. And to my surprise, she was the doll Marjorie. It was just excellent. I just, I didn't see it coming because I heard her voice at first. I said, oh, she's just doing the voice for it, like whatever. But then when you see she's actually comes to life, and it was incredible. And then when she's over there on top of his his wife and her lesbian lover. And, mm-hmm. and just, she was rocking that uh, motorcycle yes. jacket and the scarf and yes. on New Year's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> oh, my God. She was just badass. I can't wait for next week to see more of her. Oh, sucky, sucky. <laughs> I know. Next week she rocks the motorcycle jacket, Jonathan Perkins. Maybe you might like her next week. I hope so because I never knew how good a a motorcycle jacket could be until you actually put one on. I put that shit on in in September and it was just, it was like, bam. I was like, I'm wearing this shit for New Year's Eve. Didn't even get to show the shit off. But I got to show it off at work. I see a lot of people at work, so I got to show it off there. It was great. That's what Instagram's for. Oh yeah, I have a picture of it on Instagram too. Okay. Picture, I have a picture of it on Facebook. I got over a hundred likes on that one. It was crazy. But I think not one from there. Deadly. I think about it. <laughs> I'll go back and like it, and I'll check it out. Sounds good. My MVP. For you didn't the- like it, Deadly? What? <laughs> <laughs> I will like it. <laughs> Who's your MVP? Probably. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> My MVP for the week, Chester. 
Oh, okay. I just found him fascinating. I think he's a great addition to the show. I don't know where it's going to go because there's only like two episodes left. But uh, I am excited by the idea of NPH on the show, Neil Patrick Harris. I I think I knew he was going to fit well with the characters. And I think hopefully next season they'll bring him on from the beginning. And I think he'll make for a really good... uh, like maybe season long whether they'll have him on as a villain or as just another weirdo i mean it was great to see him be a weirdo yeah i agree with you he wasn't he was really good he surprised me i'd, I'd never I really like, seen him that side of him yeah i liked his ass did you see that at uh, the red he lobster did, he, he did yeah. have no he did have no nice i did not booty. he did <laughs> i was looking at that shit like is he married in real life let yes, me go try to scoop him up right Oh, he is. He's he married with children. With children, yes. Oh, bam. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me let me fall back because I don't want no bullshit. <laughs> yes. So let's jump into the episode, and we're gonna get into our recap of episode four eleven, which was titled "Magical Thinking," and aired oh. on January seventh, twenty fifteen. While Jonathan Perkins is having an orgasm, let's get into the f- official synopsis of the episode. Elsa prepares for her move to Hollywood. The twins grow enamored with a traveling salesman. And Dell plots Jimmy's escape from police custody. So since it's just the three of us, I'm just going to dive right into the episode. And we're going to start off in the past. Two days ago, to be exact, Stanley offered a proposal to Jimmy. Okay. Basically, he's like, you know, I know how to get you a really good attorney because there are people that are willing to pay for freak show memorabilia. And he's like, I don't got anything. And he's like, well, you got your hand. So all we got to do is chop one of them off, send it to, the, to the, that person. They'll give us some money and we'll get you the best attorney in town. And he's like, you know, I remember Meep. And uh, you know what happened to him in jail. <laughs> and so Stanley offers Jimmy a bottle to drink. And he's like, I'll take care of the rest. Moments later, you know, Jimmy's vomiting. The guard comes. He's like, we need to get him to the hospital. He gets whisked away into an ambulance driven by a hooker. And once Jimmy wakes up from the sleeping gas to see a nurse who's pissed off at him. Because she's like, my BFF was at the Tupperware party. He's like, can I get something for the pain? She's like, no. And to his horror, Jimmy discovers that both his hands have been removed. Dun, dun, dun. So the twins, they've settled into their life at the freak show. They, mm-hmm. you know, they've even dyed their hair back. You know, Dot is happy, you know. And so they're like, you know what? We need to lose our virginity. Which is exactly what uh, Jonathan Perkins is going to do. He's going to go to a freak show to lose his virginity. Right, Jonathan? Oh, yeah, uh, I, uh, I'm speechless. I knew it. And so, uh, you know, they, they tried to do something with Toulouse, and, they, you know, they burn their diaries because they don't need any more secrets, and then they encounter this Normandy veteran and a salesman. His name is Chester Kreb. He's in the main tent, and he's heard of the show's reputation, and he has come to see it, and he's also an amateur magician. And the girls agree that he may be the one for them. He mentions that he has a, a plate in his head from a war injury, and then we've got Dell. He goes to visit Jimmy and finds him with both his missing hands, and Dell basically, you know told jimmy not to trust him but jimmy you know says that he wasn't duped despite all the evidence and jimmy basically asks 
you know, Dell for, for help eating his dinner, which is uh, one of uh, Deadly's favorite scenes. And then um, Dell talks about prosthetic hands, and Jimmy wonders if Elsa will sell him the show, and Dell offers to go in with him on it. And uh, Jimmy asks Dell, you know, about, you know, asks why Dell doesn't have the lobster claws, and Dell basically says that he was the black sheep of the family, a freak for being normal and that he ran the first time he saw jimmy so chester back at the back at the the freak show demonstrates his act for elsa but she's you know she's like no thank you and basically he puts away his rings and brings out uh, marjorie his ventriloquist dummy and elsa's charmed but insists that there's no openings and he wants to continue his sales uh, after presenting some you know basically his sales figures elsa is like wow you know he's a whiz at math and so she offers him a place warming up the crowd in exchange for her base his his math skills and he is overjoyed for a place to call his home and uh before we pause basically he's he's talking to marjorie in the main tent as he gets ready and she's indignant at not being billed in the act and paul walks in unsure how to interpret chester's actions after he leaves marjorie giggles so since you're marjorie's new bff deadly what did you think of all that's going on with jimmy with dell and with chester and the twins marjorie and elsa well, like I said, waiting for Marjorie to come on and didn't disappoint. Really, really dug it. You know, I think someone last episode mentioned, you know, they shouldn't be bringing on characters this late. And I was kind of agreeing because even some screenplays that I've read and written, you know, I've read stuff on how to write the screenplay 101 and all this. And, you know, they did say, Did you like, get an A? Yeah, I did. Okay, I took good. Some class at UCLA. But, uh, Bam. Yeah, but they, uh, you know, you're not supposed to be introducing characters that late. You know, especially in like movies, you need to introduce them in the first act, and and this we're almost in the third act, pretty much of this. But but somehow it worked. And American Horror Story, they go against you know the rules any anyway. Man, there's I don't think there's any rules on this show. So, but it worked because I, like you said earlier, I thought uh, uh, what's his name, Neil Patrick Harris, NPH. Is that what you're calling him, mm-hmm. Mr. Chester, the molester? He he was uh, he was really good. I mean. Just not, his connection with Elsa was great. I just I loved how they fed off each other, and and I just I felt kind of sad for him. Just I mean, his character is just you know kind of pathetic. You know, just it was just kind of sad. And you know, when you see the backstory with his wife, and and you know, he's sitting in his uniform for four years, and so uh, digging that uh, the Jimmy and Dale story. Just you know, I think the father son bond. The whole st- that story kind of sad. It's not going to continue, but uh, you know, I, I think that was good. I, I liked where they went with that. Uh, Jimmy was uh, just really good and good in that in that that role last night. I think he's been one of the surprises this season. And Dot, especially and after just being the butler last year, exactly. And now Dot and Bet, uh, yeah, loving him again because then I. I do not like when they were enemies. I'm liking them when they're together. It just seems like more power. And, and uh, yeah, it kind of freaked me out a little bit with the little man with the little hands touching them. But, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was creepy. I was and like, I do- oh, my God. They, I was like, they're trying to see if the, if the midget could get it. 
Oh I do want goodness. a geek, uh, gecko. I want a gecko. Is that what you call him? I want one of those. Chameleon. Chameleon, I want one. Oh. <laughs> Maybe if you give him one, Jonathan Perkins, uh, he might let you cook him dinner. Yes. What kind of dinner would you like if I was to give you a chameleon? Jalapeno cheddar bread. <laughs> I thought that was for you, Poppy. Now, I was... Trying to bribe your ass. That's what I was trying to I'm, do. I'm cool with meatloaf. Just like Pepper. I'm cool with meatloaf. Oh, wow. You love my meatloaf. Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh. Oh, my gosh. You'll love it. And I pair it up with uh, with uh, uh, mashed potatoes. and. Oh, I was that. hoping there's mashed potatoes. Mm. Yeah. I pair it up. And I always have to have a vegetable with it, a, a green vegetable. Whether it be spinach, broccoli, it has to be something. Uh, you know, kale greens, collard greens, uh, what mustard greens, whatever. It has to be something green. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Perkins, what did you think of uh, the salesman, the ventriloquist dummy, the conjoined twins, the lobster boy, the strong man, and Elsa? Um, I was happy for that, um, that Dell and Jimmy were bonding once again. Is that the kind of bonding um, you want to do with, with Jimmy? With, no, because that's a, that's a whole nother, that's a whole different relationship. That's a father-son type of thing, you know? And, um, it's, it's lovely, it's lovely to see that between them um let's see chester i'm glad at his um his introduction into the show what was his name when he played a doctor was it doogie, doogie hauser yes that's i said yes doogie hauser is on the show but anyhow um i think um uh i was just waiting for them to to see when his crazy would show up and what they would think of it. But it just seemed like they all were brushing it off. Like, okay, this bitch is walking around with this, this doll and talking to it and having arguments with it. And it, it seems like they're brushing it off. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of weirded out by that. Um, do, do you have dolls in your bedroom, Jonathan Perkins? Um, no, no, I do not. I don't, the only thing I It sounded have, like you had to look around. <laughs> yes, I, I did. I'm trying to see. No, I do not have anything. Only thing I have is uh, my, my PlayStation Vita, my Xbox 360. Well, the Xbox is downstairs because I just got a new flat screen, uh, 55 inch. And we know you love some amazing. big inches. Yes, yes. So, so, you know, it was great. But anyhow, back to the to the show. Um, is there anything I have to say about Elsa? Well, did you Elsa, like her? I I liked her, but Elsa, she didn't seem like she was impressed by him at all. Except like for the uh, fact Shania that he, Twain, that don't impress me much. <laughs> she she has a song that's called that. Yes. Oh, oh! I didn't know. Look, I, I only know a couple of her songs. <laughs> um, she didn't seem impressed by, but she, it, her too. It just seemed like uh, 
like when he was making demands and all that shit and talking about Marjorie has to be part of this and all that, whatever. It just seemed like she was brushing off the crazy. Like you're letting, I mean, she loves her freaks, so she gives people a chance. So maybe she's she's like, maybe he is a freak, and maybe he needs to stay for a little bit. I like the fact that he's a bookkeeper, because that reminds me of myself, because I am a bookkeeper. So, And you um, love getting hands stuffed into you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I... Where did the where did you have that? Where did you get that from? I I don't Instagram. I've never Instagram. What? Well, let me go on Instagram right now. I'm gonna look at those pictures I posted. See what I posted. <laughs> I don't remember saying nothing like that. But anywho, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it seems to me that he has. A split personality. His character reminds me of this character from this video game that I play. Uh, the Fable series. It's Fable 2. And it's a fantasy, uh, fairy tale, storytelling mm-hmm. video game. Fantasies. And, yes. And there's um, a, a chest in there that's a sociopathic chest like treasure chest and it likes to kill people and um it it's it's homicidal and all that stuff and then he says hello my name is chesty and we're gonna be best friends and you know it his character reminded me of that a little bit because as the show progressed on we did get to see a lot of little crazy from him the twins i'm happy that their relationship is um they decided to be as one and stay together. Like, um, oh gosh, are we going to get to the part about the sawing the people in half? Magic yes, trick? we're going to get to that. In okay, just a then minute. I'll save that. I'll save that for later. When two um, becomes one, I'm glad. Uh, yes, um, I'm glad that their uh, that their sisterly bond is back, and they decided to don't. You know, if they're going to stay together, they're going to work through this, and they're going to do what they need to do together. I was happy to see that. Yes, sisters are doing it for themselves. Uh, Yes. There's a song for that, too? (laughs) Yes, there's a song for everything, apparently. Deadly's uh, on karaoke duty tonight. (laughs) Oh. Okay, so... I thought Chester was fascinating because he's all types of nutsy cuckoo and Marjorie was just icing on the cake. Not only does it look exactly like the actress, but then when turned into the actress and she was like all homicidal crazy. I mean, I just, it was fantastic. And Mm -hmm. Del and Jimmy, poor Jimmy was duped and he's trying not to admit it, at least not yet. And, uh... It was nice to see their bonding, but that still didn't turn me away from not liking Dell. The twins. Oh, yeah. I'm liking the twins, and I'm glad, as uh, Jonathan Perkins says, that they're they're working together. I was a little creeped out that they were trying to have sex with Toulouse. But, you know, when you're <laughs> horny, I guess you're horny. Um, I'm surprised she didn't go over to, uh, um, as Cat's Meow would say, Mr. Tiny Hands. But I guess he's busy with um, the Serpent Girl. So it's not like he ain't got time for them. But, uh, yeah, so 
that was interesting. Although it would have been nice if Jimmy was the one, because, you know, they sort of had a crush on him in the beginning, but, you know, it, it just, the story was not going in that direction. So let's dive back in. Um, but you know what? Do you know what I liked about the, the twins? I forgot to yes. mention this. Is about them um, saying that the freaks, um, the freaks... Uh, are happy because they don't deny themselves pleasure. I really like that a lot because I struggle with that, you know, a mm-hmm. lot. You're with your on, pleasure? Yeah, trying to get what I want and my morals and stuff like that. So it's very, it's very hard for me. So mm-hmm. to hear them say that in the show, I really like that a lot because I, I do envy uh, those types of people. Aww. I really do. Is that why your nipples yeah. hurt? Um, I was trying to be, um, seductive. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's all. We'll leave that just there. (laughs) Deadly, take that away from the room. (laughs) Yes, I am. Yes. Okay, so we've got Amazon Eve and little Susie who... uh, is just adorable when she's not getting kicked and even when she is getting kicked <laughs> and we're having we're seeing them help Elsa pack and basically Dell is looking for Stanley and he basically blabs everything and Elsa demands that you know get out to get him out and all that stuff and Eve follows Dell out wanting to help and so we've got Chester he's wanting to thank the twins for basically you know vouching for him and he brings him a music box and it features twin ballerinas aww if someone brought yes. you a music box with twin ballerinas, would you give them your cherry, Jonathan Perkins? I I would treat them to 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 um, Red Lobster dinner. Well, uh, I mean, we could go to Red Lobster, Chipotle. but that's usually just oh no, not Chipotle. They're stingy with their meat. Hell no. But we anyway, all know that you love some meat. Yes, we will go to the buffet, uh, the Chinese buffet union on uh. Newtown Road in Danbury, Connecticut, and and call it a day. But if we want to get really wild and crazy, we could do dinner at one of my most favorite spots in the whole entire world. The Olive Garden. Oh, I love the Olive Garden. All you can eat. My kitchen. Oh, I've never been there, but I heard it's got (laughs) bad reviews on Yelp. (laughs) That was just me. Okay. Oh, my God. So basically, he Chester tells him about some props that he found in the storage, and there's a sawing box magic trick. And, um, you know, they're like, why are you explaining all this? And because, you know, he wants them to be his assistants. You know, they will distract with their beauty and all this stuff. And so then, uh, you know, the crowd thinks the trick is fantastic, and Chester and the twins take their bows. And so we have Eve, and they have Dell, and they attack Jimmy's jail transport, and Dell beats in the guard's skull, as he always does, and they remove Jimmy from the van. Chester and Marjorie, you know, they're having an argument, but, uh, you know, that's being that, that's interrupted by the twins' uh, seduction techniques. I guess they're, you know, they're... Um, their their nipples are are hurt and stuff much like Jonathan Perkins and uh, they want him to deflower them uh, but basically he says he's got a massive headache and they massage his neck and once again he gets lost in his memories and basically in in his memories we see that he's watching two women engage in sex and they object to Marjorie on his lap 
as as you know he usually has her on his lap and so he leaves and um we learn that the two women one of them is his wife lucy and the other one is her girlfriend alice who they started a relationship while he was away at war so back in the present i know right back in the present he returns the twins' affections and uh, but they the only way that, that this can happen is if they consent to Marjorie watching. Yeah. So, uh, so mm. over at the Mott Manor, Dandy's reporting, getting a report from a private investigator that the twins basically are infatuated with Chester. And Dandy's upset, you know, basically saying, they're supposed to be mine. And so... Dandy punk ass. Yes. And so we have Chester... And uh, basically, you know, trying to pack Marjorie, and but she objects, and he remembers that when Alice's girlfriend hid Marjorie away, she, you know, basically, you know, all these insults about wearing the uniform, four years after war is ended, and, you know, needing a doll involved to become erect, and uh, Marjorie appears in human form in his memory, and Marjorie told him that he should get rid of the girlfriend and his wife. So... Basically, Chester, you know, is confronted with with the new truth that, uh, you know, Paul tells him that Elsa is to sell the show to Chester, and, and you know, all this news comes out about that, and uh, during his negotiations, Chester says that Marjorie is to be the headliner, and uh, he returns to his tent to find that Marjorie has disappeared. So the police arrive to the show, and they're searching for Jimmy, and Chester, you know, basically asks the detective to find Marjorie, and Chester finds Dandy, who basically, you know, exploits Chester's delusion, saying to find Marjorie, you know, about Marjorie and all this stuff, and Dandy says that he knows all along about Chester and his history, and Chester says that Marjorie killed Chester's wife Lucy and Alice, and, uh, you know, when he finds her, Marjorie tells Chester that he's going to saw the twins in half and kill anyone that keeps them apart. So, uh, before, before I pause, because we're, we're basically at the end, you know, Maggie arrives and tells Elsa that there's something she must see, and, uh, uh Dudley, what do they see? What do they see? What do they see? They see Dell. Is that what you're talking about? Am Wait, I lost? No, remember, remember Maggie tells well, us that Elsa... there's something she must see? Wait, Maggie, okay. Oh, wait. I know what she saw. Tell us. Do you want me to say it? Say it. <laughs> they saw Mopati in that jar. Oh, that's what we're... How at. could you okay. forget about our little Mopati deadly? I did. That came by real quick. I'm sorry the homies were over and I stepped Let's up to get, get a margarita. I know. You always, get, you always get emotional with the homies, right? Oh, Jonathan Perkins. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I like I like it when I just love it when he says the homies are over. You know, I just get excited. <laughs> yes. And so Del returns to his caravan to find Desiree Dupree waiting with a gun. She wants to know who killed the cops and who helped him. She thinks Del has gone too far while Maggie leads. You know, and the, you know, leads Elsa to, to discover Malpetit's fate. He tearfully admits to having smothered her. Once he admits that, what happens? Deadly. Well, my girl Elsa took care of it with one shot to the head. Bam. Bam. So yeah. That caught me off guard. So let's get everyone's reaction to all these revelations. First up, Chester and Marjorie and his past. 
dandy being not a cold reading ass but a snooping ass and uh, Jimmy and Dell's great escape and the truth well the twins is deflowering and the truth about Stanley my petite and Dell and uh, we'll start off with uh, with deadly you know, I loved Amazon Eve, you know, stepping up like that because, I mean, first off, she she knew some shit about Dale. You know, Dale was trying to get her, and uh, but she still, when you know, push came to shove, and Jimmy was in trouble, she she stepped up, and uh, yeah, I loved too when she just kind of stepped in front of that car and shot. I'm like, ah, she's badass, and uh, yeah, and then you know, just pulling them out like that. But I mean. I, Sooner, I guess, you know, th- those cops, uh, you know, we knew the cops were going to be coming back if, uh, the you know, the way they Bashed killed two, in. Yeah, two cops. Oh, but, you know, I did like, too, with the whole little, um, I think, backtrack. I forgot that before with Jimmy, you know, the ambulance driver was uh, Stanley's little hooker, hooker boy. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. But uh, the sign box, that kind of got me. So we know... That's just like a setup for later. We know something. I just know something terrible is going to happen on that sign box. Who's going to get chopped in half? Yeah, it's hard for me to tell. First, I thought Marjorie. it was going oh, to was gonna be Bet and uh, and Dot, but they're just the assistants. So I don't know who's going yeah. in there. I don't know who's going to be going in there. Because uh, he already did that. One of the the audience people in the show. Um, I don't know who she is. Yeah, but, but um, they he did the trick already in front of the audience. So I guess he um, with that whole thing with Marjorie talking to him. Um, I guess the next ones will be the twins. But he yeah. took their virginity. Look, her bitch ass might be jealous. Yeah, that deflowering scene. You know, at first I was like, oh, this is gonna be nasty, but it was kind of well done. I was just, I it was really cool seeing. Bet and dots the face. It seemed like at one moment one was enjoying it and the other one was hating it, and then and then, well, one, then it would go well, back and forth. <laughs> well, one felt the what is it, the hymen or whatever break. You get two because you ever you ever ask someone how how a girl how she loses her virginity, and basically they were getting the reaction as if one person was losing their virginity, but they're showing it in two different um, aspects because they're conjoined twins. So one per, one person, one chick felt one way and another, another one felt another way. Cause some people claim it hurts when they first, when a guy first puts it in, you know, I don't know. I'm I've just making, <laughs> I've never deflowered anyone. So I don't know. Jonathan Perkins <laughs> knows all about the hymen. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm, I, I, as I said before, I'm very interested in in other people's sexual pro- proclivities, and I just, uh, you know, I, I ask questions, and that's it, you know. And speaking of that, yeah. the Chester Marjorie scenes, you know, when he's watching the the lesbian and his wife, that was that kind of tripped me out, just because he was just there so stoic, almost, you know, being a good soldier, just sitting there watching, like you know, whatever your wife wants, he's just gonna, you know, go ahead and handle it. And that was just creepy to watch. Oh, wait, let's go back to the ballerina in the music box. 
Mm-hmm. I, I bought my mom a ballerina music box one time because she, that was her dream to become a ballerina. So there you Aww. go. Were they twins? They're so sweet. They, they weren't twins, just one little ballerina. Did you go to Red Lobster afterwards? Or Chipotle? I've never, I've never done Red Lobster. Probably Chipotle because Chipotle was originated in Denver. Let me tell you this, Jonathan. And back at the original mm-hmm. Chipotles in Denver, they put a lot of meat. A lot of everything in there. They give you all so, the meat that you want, Jonathan yeah, they, they did. And so what was weird is when they started, like, franchising out to California, you know, I went to one out here, and they were really cheap with their meat. And then I just – I called the manager and over, over, and I said, do you know, like, I and Mr. Chipotle, I've been to the original Endeavor, and this is not how it's done. So – Anyway, he said, well, how is it done? And I just made him put all kinds of meat in there. And that's what you got to do, Jonathan. Just man up. Tell him you want more meat. Tell him that you oh need more that's meat crazy. to fill you. Well, I mean, the time I went, it was a decent amount of meat. The second time, it wasn't. I worked there, and the manager up here and told them, don't put that much meat, you know, whatever. So they were stingy with the damn rice, too. Now, rice. It's like water, damn it. That's you right. can get all kinds of shit. Yeah. But, okay, oh, um, let me go. I'm sorry to interrupt you because now I just remember. I'm, I wrote notes. Dandy. You know, I've been hating Dandy all year, but I kind of was digging his scene with uh, with Chester, that whole, the way he was playing him. Because it's like, oh my God, like, I thought he was just kind of playing him, but then did he really actually know that Marjorie was uh, sitting in the big tent? Did you understand that, Poppy? No. That kind of threw me off because yeah. I first thought that he was kind of playing on his whole emotions. He knew a little bit about him, but it's like the whole, how would he really know that Marjorie was there? Maybe he just like, you know, just took a wild guess. What if Marjorie really is alive? Oh, like maybe it's just a doll in his head and Marjorie's a real person? No, what if Marjorie... Is a it is is like what if they added like a supernatural twist and Marjorie is actually alive? That would be probably a little too much, but that I would be funny. It would be funny, but didn't isn't this kind of a takeoff too? Did you guys ever see Magic years ago? Oh, Magic is fun when you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it got a similar kind of thing? Yeah, it's it kind of like you know maybe that's what it's from. You know, yeah. <laughs> Magic is fun. And of course, then you can also do the Chuckies and stuff, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Jonathan Burgess, do you agree that magic is fun when you're dead? (laughs) Well, magic is fun when you're dead because you can run the risk of, you can attempt a resurrection spell. You might be able to come back. Like on Buffy. Uh, oh, Buffy, we got a Buffy name drop. Yes. Buffy, Charmed, uh, Supernatural. I know like Some of their dead characters came back. I never watched that show. Yes. The final season was the, the witch season. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. They went Supernatural on that one. That's probably where they got the idea for Charmed from. Because Aaron Spelling was the a creator and... Uh, what is it, associate producer of that show as well, right? Yes, and the head lover. What? 
Dudley, continue on with your your opinions. <laughs> Let me see what else I got. Okay, I talked about the music box, the whole um, the flowering. I guess just towards the end here, we got to talk about uh, Elsa. You know, and um, hello, Jonathan Perkins, MVP, Desiree Dupree. Yeah, and Desiree Dupree. I yeah, I don't. Okay, she was uh, there yeah. in the dark. Uh, no shade. Yeah. No shade. <laughs> Well, it's cool. I mean, she does. She she's just Miss Know It All now because she did go up and mm-hmm. she's she's soft for herself. You wouldn't take her to Red Lobster. Uh, and like I said, I've never been to Red Lobster. So That's shocking to me. Yeah, just, I'm not a fish person. Poppy, have you ever fish. been to Red Lobster? I love Red Lobster. Although I don't have the fish, I enjoy um, shrimp, lobster, crab. So okay, anyway, I mean, you know. yeah, that it shocked me. It shocked me though that Dale got shot. I didn't even see it coming. What 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 else was I shocked this year? There was I don't another think he's time coming. No, nah, that just really threw me. I think there was another time this this year that I didn't see it coming. Mama Gloria. Yeah, that was a, that was the other one. Yeah, there's just a few times where just what the heck and uh, Kathy Bates. Yeah, so yeah, both of them just getting. You know the way they they they're leaving us because I really felt like Dell was gonna like end up eventually Redeemed. going after Stanley. You know what I didn't uh, like either. It's like we never. The, my only problem with this season two is they kind of dropped shit. Like all right, I thought the clown was gonna come back. You know it wasn't my favorite, but let's you know what happened to the clown. Also the uh, the whole situation with the uh, you know Dell's little trick that ended up getting mm-hmm. killed. You know, I thought he was going to get a little more pissed off about that and maybe eventually go and, you know, deal with Stanley over there. But now that scene's all just dropped. And then I see, like, previews for next week with the damn Axeman coming back or something. I don't know. You know, it's like, just, oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah, they're just doing a little too much. And I just wish they would have just, I don't know, the writing could have been better this year. Well, you know what it is? I think it's because of... um. The Axeman is not one of your favorite characters. And as we discussed before, this is all one universe. So I, as I said before, I like it when it's one universe because you always want to see that one character, how it would be if this character was in that, in this story. Like what would be, what character would you like to see come back if you could have any character? Marjorie. Who? Gabby Sidibe. <laughs> Gabby Sidibe. <laughs> Regina. Oh, I would like to see um, whose character did I like the most out of Coven. I would like to see Jessica Lang. I would like to see what was her name in in uh, Coven. Uh, Madeline. Madeline, that was her name. No, Madeline would be cool. If she came back though. Madeline Stowe. What's that her name? Who was Madeline Jessica Lane? <laughs> Madeline Stowe. What was her name? That's a that's real an, actress. That's an actress. Then who was who was Jessica Lane? What was her name again? Fiona. Fiona. I would love to Fi- see Fiona, Fiona make Apple. an appearance in this season. It would be nice, you know. But you know, you can't have it, you know. But anyhow, go ahead, go ahead. Exactly. I think it was. It's your turn now, John. The yeah, I think I have a pretty. Oh. Much- Oh, it everything. is. Yes, give us your opinion on everything—the def- the deflowering, the Marjorie, <laughs> the, the killing of Dell, everything. All I could think of when the, the twins were losing, half. the song and half. All I could think about um, when the twins were 
losing their virginity is that's what it's gonna be like when you do it (laughs) i mean i (laughs) i don't know it's it's you know it takes time equipment you know things need to be you can get a whole lot of meat at chipotle i hear (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I, I did not. They were very stingy, and I haven't been back there in go at least. Colorado. I think it's been a year. Mm-hmm. You gotta we, go to Denver. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anywho, I wanted to say that when they were losing their virginity, that I was happy that Marjorie wasn't a cock blocker. I was like, at least her ass ain't talking. Um. Their cold <laughs> cock blocking ass. Yes. <laughs> I was happy about that. I was like, at least she ain't stopping them from losing their virginity. So, um, but it was nice to see the contrast of them losing their virginity together. How one felt pain, one felt pleasure. Um, yeah, I like that. You know, it's not. I you know, it's not because I'm like a little freaky or whatever like that. But um, it was nice to nail Patrick. Oh my. God, he has a nice ass. Oh, Lord have mercy. Now, is that a cold reading ass or a warm reading ass? It it looked warm and hairy. I had to rewind that shit. I did not see no hair that looked looked You did it? Look, you better get that that flat screen. Now, you got a flat screen, Samsung. You better get it. Mine is 64 inches right now. Thank you. 4K HD. High def, yes. And it's got the curved yeah. screen. Yes, it does. And 3D. Thank you. Oh, my God, Dudley. 64 inches. Uh, <laughs> I could have just imagined what I could do with something like that. Oh, hook that I'm trying Xbox not to. right up. <laughs> you, you don't like it? 64 inches? Woo! Not the way you like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Is it thick? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh lord. Let what me, did you think about me, Desiree Dupree? Desiree Dupree? Um Your MVP. I I really liked her. I liked that she was getting to the bottom of what happened with my petite and all that. Um and I was happy that Dell was actually being honest with her on what happened. He really felt remorse and all that shit. But I was very surprised that uh Elsa uh killed us like that's all i wanted to hear you say and it's just shot but to me you, you can't just kill when when you're dealing with people murderers you can't just kill them first you gotta pump up for information first and then you could do what you need to do you know okay. you can you know you could uh you could set them on fire after you know i heard that setting people on fire has psychological uh damage to them if if you set them on fire that's what i heard um but you know they they can it could have a psychological damages on their on their psych on their mind if you burn someone you ever been burned before child but anywho um I, I really I liked uh, Desiree and, and all that stuff. I I really did, but um, I was surprised that I I just want to see what's gonna happen with her relationship with Elsa now that Elsa has killed her man. I mean, they weren't together anymore. 
they weren't together, she still had love for him. She's got the Cosby Show man now. That's right. And where is he? Is he what? Too much. They introduce oh, him, then yeah, we don't see him right. anymore. But that's but uh, about that as well. I was thinking about that. It just seemed like this season seems uh, just thrown together in a rush. But after you guys told me that they filmed the episodes as the seasons pro- progress, that explained everything. Is when you're telling a story, you have to tell it right. You know, you have to tell it right. And maybe uh, you can do it. Take the time. Do it right. Do it right, baby. You can do it. Take the time. Yeah. Do it right. We can do it, baby. Do it tonight. Now, who sing that song? Is that that chick that sang that song finally? Finally. That's Cece Peniston. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, I like her. She was on Wendy. She performed that song, of course. And I, like I, saw that her, I saw her live front row at Catch One back in the days. Yes, I did. Ow, baby. You need to take Jonathan Perkins to catch one. <laughs> oh, Dudley, so it would be nice one. to it would be nice to hang with you and the homies. Now, tell me about your homies. And on that note, join <laughs> us next time for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid oh. Freak Show. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. Please like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash PCR Are You Afraid? Also like Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash Poppy Chulo Radio. You can email us with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Co-host, can you please wish the listeners a good night? Good night. Good night, yeah. Head on over to that uh, Chipotle in Denver, people. <laughs> yes. For all, all the meat that you want. <laughs> yes, the more meat, the better. Thanks for tuning in, <laughs> everyone. Join us every Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific for a brand new installment of Are You Afraid Freak Show, where we talk about American Horror Story and many other things. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thank you.